This episode of Hookup Horror Stories is brought to you by the Moan app. Moan, M-O-N, is the first and only live social audio app for the sex-positive community. Drop into a room and hear live conversations about topics like LGBTQ plus issues, kink, and polyamory, with discussions led by sexologists, doctors, and cultural experts, and everyday enthusiasts. Or initiate your own conversations and discuss your favorite topics around sex in a judgment-free, tolerant, and anonymous forum. You can also join hashtag Hookup Horror Stories rooms and live tapings of this very show, where we will discuss various subjects, play games, and tell stories with other moaners. Download the Moan app, that's M-O-N, on the App Store and Google Play now. See you there. It was it was a weird vibe all around, and also I was making out in, in his bed at the first time. Um, like, one of my feelings felt like, came apart i think that was like a sign from the universe saying hey stop kissing this guy and go home that is, that is a that is a black onus on anything that, that is about to happen right now you your fucking teeth basically crack apart. <laughs> like, apart i think this is where somebody hey stop kissing this guy and go home this and is don't an talk onus to yeah no no <laughs> we, have to, we have to leave here and go straight to a dentist <laughs> Welcome to Hookup Horror Stories, the podcast where we spill the tea on sex and dating. I'm Demi Wild, your resident sexual deviant, and today my extra special guest deviant is content creator and phone sex operator, Sassy Terrius. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Sassy. I'm happy to have you here. It's a pleasure, and I want to thank you for the invite once again. I really appreciate it. Yes. Um, so for everyone knows, um, I've been on this app called Moan. And I met Miss Sassitarius over there um, because she started a room where she had um, said that I'm a phone sex operator. I'm like, I want to know all about this. Please come on my show. Let's talk. Yeah, I mean, it was that's also my first night on it. I just I think it was like a kinky and nerdy place is what I said it was what it was about. And I just want to talk about what I do and the positives and negatives of being a phone sex operator. So yeah, it's it's an oddly rewarding line of work at times, to say the least. So it's it's a lot of fun. And I would say most of the people I talk to, I enjoy versus those one-offs that are like, can you hang up already? <laughs> right. <laughs> can we get off this now? You're putting the work in sex work right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, Sassy, like, how did you get started? How did you get into this line of work? Uh, well, I have been doing call center work for about 15 years now, and I decided to Google, and I, since I love talking about sex, I was like, I, since I know how to talk on the phone to people, I Google phone sex operators. I found a business insider article with a interview by the, with a woman of the name of Amberly Rothfield, 
who wrote a book called How I Made $10,000 a Month as a, as a Phone Sex Operator. I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I started on around this time last year. So I set up an account with Nightflur. It was a re- really confusing on how to get things started. Right. So it took me about a month to get my profile up and running on it because I was just not knowing what to do on the platform itself. And I was like, okay, so I I started taking calls and I'm thinking this is a lot of fun. I can also make my my profile, I can make my listing like myself on mm-hmm. and just be me. And a lot of guys, they don't they call because they want somebody to talk to that won't judge them, to be honest. Right. Like they want the companionship because there's free porn everywhere. You can go to Reddit and any subreddit and find something to masturbate to. But yeah, it was it was really interesting because they want the companionship aspect. They want somebody that will listen to them. Um, I get people will ask me, what's a typical phone call like? I'm like, I don't have an answer for that because each and every customer is different with their own unique walk of life. And sometimes you get calls that really throw you off and other times it's like, okay. <laughs> right. And I always thought of like, like phone sex work as a, like a strictly nineties thing. It's, it's really difficult to, for like me to even fathom that it's still like a lucrative thing now. Like oh how, God. how, I mean, I, you, I, I don't want to ask this question, but like, like, do you make a decent living at, at it? Like, is it still like, you know, do you make good money? I, I still have my full-time job. I'm not leaving that company. They take very good care of me as an employee. Right. So I, plus I get benefits, 401k. I'm, I'm, I'm adulting and sticking with the adulting. So, so it's a side uh, gig kind of thing. But yeah, it's a side gig. But I mean, there are good times. There are bad times. Like anything else. Like sex work is really weird because there will be slow seasons. Like summer is apparently a very slow time in phone sex. Um, I have friends who are professional dominatrixes. They tell me that the dungeon they work at was slow over the summer. Mm. And this is my first year doing it because I've been doing it since December last year. So I'm learning the the trends and like what I need to lower my price, what I need to do to get more traffic. And even though it's phone sex, you still have to create content to keep yourself visible. Right. And so there's still, there's more than just sitting by and waiting for the, waiting for the phone to ring essentially. Right. 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 It's, it's not like I'm sitting in a cube cubicle and waiting for. <laughs> no, it's not, it's like the call center phone sex, which I've heard about, which is like back in the nineties, probably early two, that's, early that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I remember like the late night television as a, call tonight for this girl and i remember on episode of 30 rock when liz lemon was like a, a model for phone sex like a porn phone sex ad and it was just hilarious i was like, <laughs> like yeah you don't get the girl on the television <laughs> right right i love that i love 30 rock by the way it's like one of the best shows like oh my I've god ever seen. it's fantastic i bought the entire blu-ray set <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think I had it at one point too. I, I got rid of a lot of my DVDs though. Um, however, uh back to the topic at hand. Um, what's the strangest call you've ever had? Oh god. Okay, so I'm very analytical and very like 
it, it takes a lot to rattle my cage around for my feathers. Right. And I had one customer call in and he was saying that he had raped several women and oh. that he needs me to call the police on him oh, and no. to get him arrested. And my day job requires a lot of like investigating, taking information down as people talk. So I'm like, okay, so when, when did these assaults happen? If they like, if they were real, cause we, he could be some guy trying to get another guy in trouble. He could have been somebody just trying to, to trigger me. Right. I, I wasn't, I wasn't playing his game though. And I'm like, and on top of that, he, he was giving me a name. He, I'm like, okay, well, what city are you in? What's the jurisdiction of the police out there? Like I was asking him questions too. And he was, he did not like that. And he was like, I need you to call police on me now. My name is this. I'm thinking, well, I need to know your address and what the dates of the assaults were. And I need to cross reference this with the news. <laughs> Wait, is this your day job or is this a phone sex call? It's a phone sex call. He was saying that he committed... Uh, sexual assault on multiple women. I was gonna say you all of a sudden turned into like a like a police like dispatcher. <laughs> like, <laughs> I felt I felt like I was becoming a police dispatcher at my phone sex job, and yeah, it was just bizarre. I, but I, there are forums on the on the platform of Night Flirt, so I'm like, has anybody heard of this guy with this username? So I'll I'll because it's only the flirts that are on there. The, which is what we're called on that platform. So the other girls on there are like, oh yeah, I've heard of him. Like, do I report him since he's giving out personal information that may or may not be his own? Like, yeah, do that. That's against the rules in terms of service. You can't give out personal information here. Like, okay, good to know. So right. that's why it is. I like, I reported it. I'm like, this is not, you don't do that. You don't play that game with me. I will not, I, I don't do that. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Leave. So the website um, you use is, is Night Flirt, is that? Yeah, it's Night Flirt, N-I-T-E, Flirt. It's one word. I'm also on Sext Panther, which. That sounds uh, sexy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Panther from Anchorman, but Sext Panther. Um, I'm a sexy panther. Wow. Right. <laughs> uh, there's a few other platforms I may jump on, but obviously they don't want you jumping on multiple platforms because like, oh no, you can get in trouble and like, Oh, well, there's other platforms out there, but Nightport's been my main one where I built most of my customer base. Um, and the thing with phone sex is that your customers are about as loyal as the husbands that call to cheat on their wives with the phone sex operator. <laughs> they're right. They stick around and talk to you or they may find other, they're probably going to find other women to talk to because like, oh, shiny new person to talk to. This is like a shiny new toy. I'm thinking. Yeah, I get that. It's like new relationship energy. It, it comes and goes. <laughs> so, boys will be boys, as they say. I mean, I'm I'm polyamorous, so I I whenever I have a new partner, I'm like, oh, new new toy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I call it. Um, in the gay community, we have the same kind of situation where, like, you know, guys don't really like want to settle down or do anything because they. Oh, yeah. Are there's always something new like right around the corner so i call it gay dd <laughs> where you just gained attention deficit disorder yeah. <laughs> that is so apt though i mean i'm like huh as somebody who has a, a case of squirrels in her head i appreciate that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so um you've you you spoke at the beginning about your sense of gratification that you get from from this line of work what sort of what what 
positive things have you seen within yourself and what positive things have you seen in other, in your clients as well? Yeah, I, within myself, I have definitely expanded my kink and sexual horizons a lot. Um, I've, I've become a lot more comfortable with things I didn't know I could be comfortable with. For one thing, um, I have a customer who I love talking to. I haven't heard from him in a while, so I hope he's okay because he has a really stressful job. Mm. And he was telling me that his blood pressure was after calling me on a weekly basis. And he was, he was into cock and ball torture. So he's into some pretty heavy extreme kinks. And I didn't know how comfortable I'd be with watching somebody do that to themselves. Oh, this is on video? Yeah, we we would do that over Skype. Like I would see Uh him, like he, he would be like, do you want me to? And he used like acupuncture needles. He had mouse traps. He was in the in the chemical play. Ooh. So, you know, he would he we were exploring for a while, and then he got super busy with work. So I haven't heard from him in in months now. But he what's chemical he, play? Chemical play is like when you use uh, essential oils, and when you use like toothpaste or icy hot for different sensations. Mm-hmm. Um. It's when, for example, he, he liked to, to bake his cock as it's called for me, where he would put like icy hot and cinnamon toothpaste on his dick. I know this is very like, <laughs> no, this is fascinating to me. Cause I've never okay, heard of it. I'm like, I'm like, you're a guy. I don't know how uncomfortable this is going to make you. <laughs> no, this is fascinating to me. I, I, I have, I have no qualms with like, you know, discussing stuff like this, okay. but like, I'm, I'm just like, what is the, what is the draw to this? Cause like, I've gotten well, like. I've 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 spilled mustard like on my dick before, and it's not a fun sensation. Yeah. When I was a kid, I also had a can like the nerd candies. I, I put one of those up my pee hole on accident, oh, no, no, and I was like, that. "No, it was terrible. It was the worst thing, worst pain ever." So like I I'm I I'm trying to understand like what the what the draw for this person is. Like that's such an interesting kink. Yeah. So like when people are interesting kinks, I always ask you, "What got you into that?" I want to know. For one thing, I want to make sure it's not coming from a place of trauma. Right. That way I know how to navigate the situation. Because if it's a place of trauma, I'm not going to shame your kink or anything like that. I mean, because uh, some people want to be humiliated for their kinks. So I'm like, okay, cool. I just don't want to make, I want to make sure I'm not creating psychological damage for you. That's all. Um, right. So he's a submissive and he said he got into it by, he, he had a mistress that, or a woman he was kind of like, playing with and one day she mentioned doing cock and ball torture and she kind of like smashed his cock and he loved it and he'd been doing it for he'd been into it for like a couple of years so i'm thinking well you have the hours behind doing this to yourself so i trust you that you know your body and i told him you have a responsibility to communicate with me if something is not safe and i will do the same for him because i have family members that work in urology mm-hmm. so I've, I've learned some fun stories of what men do their penises and gets them that get them sent to the hospital yeah <laughs> I can um, yeah if you want to and i also used to work for a, a sex toy company as well so i learned a lot about body safe materials uh what you should should not do to your urethra medically speaking mm-hmm. um no my my hard limits include, you know, some, uh, you know, things that make me think that's going to be a nine one one call. 
hospital right visit. same yeah like it's, if there's like like i'm all for like spanking and like you know like light bdsm type stuff yeah. like but like when it comes to like like needles or chemicals or like like actual pain i'm like i don't know about this i can't yeah. i can't get into this like my cock and ball torture son he he just gets a rush out of it every time he, he he's on skype with me like he's on cloud nine he is his endorphins are way up there and that's what i want that's where i want to put him because he's a lot happier work is a lot easier for him because he's got that rush going on and <clears throat> the cock i'm losing my voice the cock and ball <laughs> torture he does leaves bruises on his penis uh because mm. he because he uses acupuncture needles okay and they're super thin but they don't cause bleeding and they'll cause bruising so he'll seal those bruises and it'll remind him of the good time he had so it's also that's part of the psychology of behind his kink and he sought me out because he said well i like that you're not mean i said i don't have to be mean <laughs> i mean i can be mean if you want me to be but it's just not what i seek to do because there's I, I just don't like being antagonistic and <laughs> so and and there's just a lot of like dominatrix mistress profiles where women are just like super seem antagonistic and like i think that's also just like the commercial aspect of things mm. but i'm like no nah, i'm just gonna be me i mean <laughs> that's all i can do it's just exactly be me and enjoy the process enjoy the journey but uh this customer though he told me that for the first time in 30 years his blood pressure was down to normal i was like well what happened what'd you do have you changed your diet he was like no the only thing that's changed is that you and i were going on skype sessions weekly i said well holy crap i come with medical benefits <laughs> yeah essentially i mean like you're getting some sort of you know release um also um the connection that you have with this person is obviously very you know like you know uh serene on him yeah, yeah has a serene effect on him. So, I mean, that's, that's great. That's wonderful. That, that's definitely a, a, a boon in my book. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask one more question though. Um, how do you, how do you avoid scams? Like, are there scammers on these sites? Like, I'm sure they're not like regulated horribly. Well, as far as scammers go, I would say there are, there are men who email promises and like oh well i promise i'll do this i'm like all right hit me up your chat and prove it because if you and i'll check to see because night flirt is weird because if you're another if you're a flirt you can't use chat with other flirts so i will look up see these men are flirts on the platform if they're not i'm like all right well you need to chat me up then and prove it you know sometimes i'll get like periodic emails that are like copy paste and multiple people on the platform will get them so we start to recognize these people, like these names, and it's like, okay, it's just a time waster. As far as scammers go, you get a lot of that, especially with OnlyFans and fan sites, mm. because with OnlyFans, you know, all these, a lot of young girls are, you know, they're, they're out and they're coming out in the world, you know, age 18 or older, 18, you're still very young. Um, but a lot of them, uh, and it's not even necessarily just the young ones, but you know, a, a lot of there's a lot of promises out there saying, I'll give you a shout out for $20. And I have a following of over a million men out there. I'm thinking, Where's your and I, I'm like, Okay, so where's your website? 
where's your, what are your other socials? Where can I find you to prove that you're part of these super successful groups where you can help me make a million dollars a month on OnlyFans? And it's usually, it's always, almost always bullshit. So you have to go like find the legitimate groups out there. Twitter and Instagram are notorious to have bots try to scam you essentially. Oh, a hundred percent. I've been scammed on Instagram from a, oh, yeah. famously it's- by a voodoo priestess in Africa. <laughs> God. Famously. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a long story, but yeah, please continue. <laughs> but yeah, so I would say because of the fact that the popular things are the fan sites, that's where all the, that's where most of the scamming is going. Because, you know, people starting these fan sites, they want the the quick success. They want the overnight success. And that is, uh, overnight success is a lie. Yeah, um, 100%. It, it takes time to build a business. It takes time. Uh, and also you have to, you have to make mistakes and learn from your mistakes. And that's what sex work is. It's building a business in a very non-conventional way. A lot of people don't realize that because they're like, oh, well, you're just going to take your clothes off for money. I'm like, yeah, I got to I gotta get people to pay for it. I have to convince them to pay for my services because there's a lot of guys out there like, oh, well, I don't pay. Okay, well, I'm not going to send you pictures. Yeah, well, then you're not you're not my client. <laughs> you need to go find another girl who is willing to do things for free because time time is money. Exactly. <laughs> My friend, um, my friend, Michael Martinez, he's a, he's a gay porn star. And um, mm-hmm. he, number one, works in the business. So he works as a PA and he works on sets and stuff, but he also yeah. does stuff on camera. Um, but he's got a great OnlyFans. At one point we were going to, we were going to work together when I was um, considering doing porn myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, he has, he kind of showed me the ropes in a way to like how OnlyFan work, OnlyFans work and and what it's like to actually like build a following and like actually like put a lot of like effort into this. It takes time to build a following. Like Reddit is a great place to build a following, but it gets very overwhelming very quickly to build a following. Also, and- Reddit is a it's a whole different vibe. Like I a lot of a lot of times that I I post something that's advertisement, quote unquote. Yeah. It's um it's it's taken down or it's reported or or you know, it you know, so it's it's hard to like gauge yeah, what are you're allowed to do on there and what you're not you know they're weird with their rules on reddit and i don't know probably the most strict subreddit i've seen and i i try to get verified for is called gone wild and you would think that gone wild would be for porn and sex workers and people in not safe for work sites as soon as they saw that i had my links for not safe for work sites like you're banned for life from this subreddit because you're commercializing stuff i'm thinking well yeah <laughs> Why would I just right, i'm trying to get fans <laughs> and i have a free only fans and actually that's what i'm trying to do is get people to go to free only fans like well if you like what you see on there i mean you'll you'll you know hopefully go to the paid one and i keep the paid one rather inexpensive because i'm like if i can get enough people to stay on that monthly then kind of trickle in right you know it's like i I don't know i don't know if i would ever raise my rate i feel like a hill for doing that but you know because if you think about it's it's a it's a form of passive income if you can get get that many people subscribe to a paid service every month you're you're going to make some decent money if you can make it happen totally 
And I'll, and I'll tell customers, you know, and you got to incentivize customers to join because men really like to have their dicks rated. And <laughs> do they? <laughs> they love dick ratings. And like, cause it's like when you get a dick pic and he's like, what do you think? Uh, give me $5 and I will tell you what I think. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> that's so, <laughs> that's so funny to me. Why? I mean, I understand it, I guess, but like, Hey, hey, what do you think of this? You know, it's just so weird to me. It's bizarre behavior. But for for women, though, we get, you know, when we get dick, it's like, oh, hey, what do you think of my cock? I think you need to pay me some money for that feedback. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Um. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of guys out there. They they want that feedback. I think it's a validation thing. They want they I think they want to feel validated for their genitalia and cool um i i have my kinks and interests and i i know what i like and i also know what i can monetize on <laughs> exactly and, and if people want to send you dick pics at least you can get make some money off of it <laughs> you can at least tip me and i will be honest with your dick pic on what i think what my because honestly even i don't even, i i don't like criticizing penises i don't know i that's not my thing because like some women were like, some women are like, oh, dicks are disgusting and gross. I'm like, I think cocks are amazing and beautiful. I but I joke and say I'm a gay man in a woman's body. <laughs> so you know, it's know. it's pretty interesting to me because I'm not like here. Here's the catch twenty two with that. So like yeah. I I love I love getting a dick pic every once in a while. Once in a while, yeah. not all the time, but like once in a while, I like to see a dick pic. The catch twenty two is, or you know, the caveat to this is that guys don't know how to take pictures of their dicks. Like it's always at like this weird angle, or it's like at an angle where it's not exactly how it looks in real life. And sometimes right. it looks shorter, sometimes it looks longer, sometimes you know you've got really good lighting or or whatever. But I would say nine times out of ten, guys don't know how to take pictures of their dicks. So how do you how do you rate a dick pick based on like the lighting quality and like the I don't know, like like I'll, I'll be like aesthetic. Oh, like you have a really smooth head and I love I, I basically like give them a dirty room like I love to put my tongue around it and you know guys love hearing that because like they I, I think it's because this is I can't speak for all women but it seems like my understanding a lot of women don't like giving head I really enjoy it it's one of my top kings I like doing and so yeah, I can be genuine about it. I'm like, oh hey, yeah, I, I would suck that. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for validation. They're looking for generosity. They're looking for yeah, yeah some, exactly. someone to rate their dick. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'll be happy to do that for you, but it's not going to be free. And you'll get an honest review. I think a lot of guys are hesitant on paying for services because they think it's going to be. They're like, well, it's going to be fake. I'm like. Yeah, there's girls who do fake it and you know they fake it till they make it. I'm like, I'm gonna be as genuine as I can be, but that's just because I actually enjoy that line of work versus because versus the people in there who don't like it. And you know, it it and it can strain you, it can really mess with your mental health as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, we have to take a quick break, but mm -hmm. uh when we come back, I know you have a story for us. Okay. And we're back. 
This episode of Hookup Horror Stories is brought to you by Spaces, the new chat-based app for queer people to connect about things they are most passionate about. Join a space and chat about your favorite topics, or create a space of your own, invite friends, and find community about pretty much anything, all in a safe, LGBT-friendly environment powered by Hornet. Look for Spaces in the App Store now and join the official Hookup Horror Stories chat. Check the link in our bio to find out more. Thanks. Hookup Horror Stories is brought to you today by Good Pods, the world's fastest growing podcast social networking app. What's the best way to discover a new podcast? Through your friends, of course. With Good Pods, you can do exactly that. Join specific groups and find out what other people are listening to right now. Everything from true crime to comedy, self-help and spirituality, and yes, even this show. Download Good Pods today and start sharing your faves with other podcast addicts everywhere. See you there. Sassy, we were just talking about during the break, um, safety. And that's something that I've actually been really curious about when it comes to this line of work. And especially mm-hmm. like given my uh, my topic of choice is hookup horror stories. And like sometimes yeah. this, this shit can get really, really bad. Um, what? How do you maintain safety online? And um, how do people maintain safety like in this line of work in general so one thing i highly recommend is to never ever give out your relocation mm-hmm. um that's the big thing because a lot of there's a lot of women out there who will for some reason post their personal social media links to to where their client base can access that they'll post pictures of their of them with their kids online oh wow um, on like their professional dashboards on their socials. I'm like, for one thing, leave your family and your personal life out of it. Do not mix business with pleasure if you don't have to. Like I'll tell customers that I have a boyfriend, I'm in an open relationship, but I will not tell them anything else. Um, you know, I, I fortunately, I don't, I don't have children. So I don't have to worry about, you know, my family, you know, I don't have to worry about kids being in danger. Um, Because you don't know what people are going to do with like pictures of you and your kids online. Like I'll tell people, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in this state or I'm in this country right now. Um, yeah, let's let's just say that because <laughs> you don't need to know where I'm. Like the, the the customers don't need to know where we're at. Um, like if you're in a bigger state like California or Texas, maybe you can get away with it because there's just so many people out there. But even if people ask me like, oh, where at are you in this state? I'm like, oh, just some small town nobody's heard of because <laughs> that that's the um, easiest thing to do. Like I had somebody call from like my hometown I grew up in and I was like, that's so awesome. So I knew where like some of the local shops are when we talked about that. But I'm like, oh, but I'm in this city now. <laughs> right. So like you, you obviously are, the, I mean, it's almost like, Oh my God, someone from my hometown, we can talk about this, but it's like, oh, wait, let's, <laughs> let's backtrack okay. and be like, let's not talk yeah. about where, where we're at now. Yeah. Um, so that's the big thing. I don't let them know where I live. I don't let them, I don't do meetups. Some women will do that. Like I heard from one customer, another flirt, I, I think she gave him, uh, she gave the customer like her her at like her personal address where you could send stuff to, and then he like he went to fly out and meet up, and I was like that is that's I'm I'm not sure what information she gave, but like he he would like 
I think he found where she lived or something. I'm like, that's scary. That's that's terrifying because you you don't know these people. There's there's ways to vet people. Right. Um, I said I have um I have some professional dominatrix friends. I eventually want to become one myself. That's another story from the other day. But there's <laughs> sure. there's like websites that that pro doms will use that sex workers will use. Um, there are apps that they can use to go ahead and um to like verify phone numbers. Also, uh, never give out your personal phone number to any client. Um, so even if you're like if you're doing escort work. You know, don't give them your personal phone number. Use an alternate phone number on an alternate have line. Have a burner phone, yep. Oh, yeah, have a burner phone. Have Then a... there are apps that give you burner phone numbers. There's Google Voice yeah. that does it for free. There's so many options out there. Yeah, yeah. Never give out your personal information. You know, I don't, you don't have to do this, but I highly recommend using an alias 100%. Don't use your real name because... People can find you on social media. They can find you on LinkedIn. You know, they can ruin your life if they want yeah, to. Completely. It's not the wrong person. I don't even use my real name on my socials, like personal or business. I even have my, my, my real phone number tied to my social media. I don't want people, I do not want people finding me, <laughs> um, to say the least. So that's, that's the big thing is just be, be cautious about what you post and like people ask me, do you have to show your face? You don't, you can wear a mask. Um, exactly. I, there's a pro dom on YouTube. I like her name's Morgan Thorne. I actually learned about the plausible deniability factor while like wearing a mask, keeping your face covered uh, to keep yourself like for, it's like for photo safety for posting online, whether if it's FetLife or some other website. So uh, really informative. I, I love her her channel. So I and these days and age, there's facial recognition technology too, so people can easily oh, yeah. pick up. I, I'm a little different because like I'm a public figure, so like I have yeah. zero qualms and showing myself. But yeah, like there's something to be said about privacy, knowing what information you're giving out there, yep. and also having like a community of people surrounding you that takes care of you and like has protocols and like actual yep. like ways that they can like track you and and to take care of each other i like that oh yeah and there's also all there's all kinds of weirdos out there who will try scare tactics they'll try to be um you know how there's like those scammers that that go after elderly people and they'll say i'm your grandkid and send me money because i'm in jail uh, my grandmother almost got scammed by a guy saying that he was one of the grandkids and he was in jail and she believed it and she was about to go get the money order and everybody was like you're getting scammed and fortunately she didn't send in the money but yeah that was that was not that was a close call and like other people do similar scare tactics they'll be like oh yeah well i've seen pictures of your daughter or i've seen pictures of your kids and like they'll start, they'll start getting under people's skin like that yeah. to try to get more information. That because I mean, if if they don't have any way that they've accessed you, if you've cut if you've cut off your access routes for your personal information, then they shouldn't be like if you've taken extra caution to to, to cover your tracks, they shouldn't know that information. So, you know, if I had some random saying, oh yeah, I've. I, you know, I've seen you, your pictures of your kids. I'm like, what kids? 
what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what kids? <laughs> exactly. I don't spend time around children. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I I choose not to hang around children either. Yeah. Tiny people are not my favorite people. Same. <laughs> um, we 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 gotta keep the ball rolling here, but I know you've got a story for us. Please, I'm ready to hear it. Okay, so probably one of my worst hookups ever was this guy that I dubbed cat shit guy. Um, shit guy <laughs> that was not his kink thank god um <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is the pet name you gave him a cat shit guy and there's a reason <laughs> so we were we were uh we were hooking like we we decided we were talking on okay cupid and it decided to meet up and I went over to his apartment. His roommate was gone and we were making out what I thought was his bed. Ooh. And, you know, I, I blew him and he came and yeah, it was, it was great. We seemed to have great chemistry and he's like, well, I don't want to have sex right away. I'm like, okay, I can respect that. And we finally made an arrangement to finally, you know, do the do. And he, his roommate hadn't left though. It was really weird because it was a one-bedroom apartment. His roommate, she she had probably the big bed we were making out in, I blew him in, was her bed. And he slept in like a little mattress in the The corner. roommate's bed? Yeah. And I didn't know that was her bed. And he did not tell me that. And so when I went back, he was like, oh, we can't have sex with him in my roommate's bed. I'm like, the, the one I blew you in? <laughs> it's just getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> and i used to have a i used to have a roommate and that it would be like me bringing someone home and like like blowing a guy like in his bed that's so weird like <laughs> yeah and i didn't even know and on top of that his room like the plan was his roommate was going to go out that night and she left her wallet in the bedroom and we were in there you know watching it's always sunny in philadelphia and i had some edibles i stored in their fridge and they're both stoners so those were gone and i was i was very pissed because those were a souvenir from a trip and bullseye what's a bullseye oh no edibles I oh edibles okay okay i had edibles i stored in their fridge okay and i was really pissed because i was looking for those those were a souvenir from a trip and i was like gotcha and so I'm pretty sure she ate them. And I was like, am I going to get money back? Because drugs are expensive. <laughs> and Edibles are expensive. Yeah. They are. Especially when we get them from the dispensary. Uh, we, like I said, we ended up shutting the door. And he's like, oh, my roommate's wallet is in here. I'm thinking, she, you said she's going out. Why the fuck does she have her wallet in the bedroom? You know, I think that they had like some, I think she had, was playing power games with him. I think that's one reason why she had like the big bed. He, she he had to sleep in a little mattress on the floor. Like it was weird. And the more I hung out, I'm like, this is a weird vibe. So it's almost you know, it almost sounds like like that's his girlfriend or something, and they're just like not together anymore. He's but she has the better thing, so he, <laughs> he wants to bring. He so. said she's a lesbian, so I'm like, okay. Uh, so I don't know. If, I don't know what he told me was true or not. He, it could have been, it could have been some weird power dynamic. I don't it know. Sounds if really strange. It was weird, and the sex wasn't even that great. Um, 
like typical because he he was like he was like i'm insecure about my dick i'm like well you don't have to have a big dick to be great in bed i mean size doesn't matter it's how you use it and so he wasn't at his best performance he was also getting high the entire time so i think that affected his sexual performance as well mm. and and, and he's like, well, my roommate needs her wall. I'm like, well, then grab it and throw it out the door. That's what I would do. Like, here, go out, leave us alone. <laughs> but I mean like that. <laughs> and so we get done and I I, I, have my, I put my socks on and I'm like, I need to use the bathroom real quick. I was like, okay, but be careful. There's cat poop in the carpet. Like, what? And it was dark in, in the, the carpet. Room. I was like, there's cat poop in the carpet. Why is there cat poop in the carpet? And he's like, oh, because my roommate's cat is, she she gets really prissy if she doesn't scoop at the litter box every day. I'm thinking, you should be doing that every day. That's part of caring for a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, why the hell are you not cleaning the litter box every day? That's disgusting. And and so apparently there was like there was cat poop caked in the carpet and hence why I called oh. cat died. And I was like, this is a biohazard. You said the cat died? No, no, the cat no, I call him cat oh. shit guy for that reason. Oh. Because I'm like, I was like, why they said the cat died. I'm like, no, and, no, and they, they still have haven't cleaned the carpet? The cat was okay. <laughs> so I'm like, this is a biohazard. This is disgusting. I mean if your apartment management companies, you know, if they saw this, they'd be like, you're getting evicted or something because that's Yeah, you gotta rent a shampooer from the grocery store and and clean that shit. Literally. Literally. <laughs> so so yeah, it was not a great hookup. It was just like it was it was a weird vibe all around. And also I was making out in, in his bed at the first time. Um, like one of my feelings felt like came apart i think that was like a sign from the universe saying hey stop kissing this guy and go home that is, that is a that is a black onus on anything that, that is about to happen right now you your fucking teeth basically crack apart. Like, apart i think this is where somebody hey stop kissing this guy and go home this and is don't an talk onus to yeah no no <laughs> we, have to, we have to leave here and go straight to a dentist <laughs> and, and block him from your life exactly <laughs> that's wild what was he getting high on just curious it was it was weed i don't just know weed uh, according to him it was just weed i, I didn't he was like doing coke else. or some shit that's crazy i have no idea if there was coke in in that apartment but i, I could smell the weed obviously yeah and yeah he i don't know if it was indica or sativa it was, it was probably indica um Dude, weed always makes sex great for me it's like ooh, like like I'm on a different really, level, man. You know, it's, that's all you need. But like, like, I guess for some people, it can get in their head a little bit. He was really nervous, I think, because his roommate had it left when she said she was going to. So it's like, first off, she's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> and second off, this is some weird power dynamic stuff going on that it seems like it's borderline abusive. But yeah, it's like, not my are, dynamic to are stay. You up in your roommate's bed. That's so weird. It was it was like it was weird and i was like this is and like i said i didn't know it was was her bed until the second time i came over and he's like oh no my bed's that mattress on the floor yikes you do that but <laughs> it's like but you sleep in a little bitty mattress it's like it's like being punished for it's it's like 
being the dog and having to sleep on the floor or something. That's what it seemed like. And because like, so we had sex on his mattress on the floor and like he came one time and then the second time and then he couldn't get it back up. And I was like, he's like, I just feel really bad. I feel really nervous because my roommate's still here. I'm thinking, well, she was supposed to be gone by the time I got here. So Right. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I came here. I'm going to get dick, okay? <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. Well, what did we learn? To not have sex with people that don't clean litter boxes. <laughs> <laughs> that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sassy, this has been fun. Um, before I let you go, um, do you have time to play a quick game of Red Flags? Uh, what's Red Flags? You've never heard of Red Flags? Red Flags is basically, I'm going to give you like five examples of something and you're just going to tell me if that's a red flag for you or a green flag. Okay. That's pre it's pretty simple. Um, yeah, I have five of them here. So here's number one. They have better shoes than you do. It's a green flag. Green flag. <laughs> I'm not a shoe person. So I don't know. I feel like I've become a shoe person like over over the past like five years or so. No, well, a little maybe a little more than that. Um, I've I really love shoes. Um, I have a little collection going on now. I I okay. need to have a little bit more sneakers in my life. I feel, but I have a, I have a decent little collection going. I love shoes. It's the dynamic. If it's like a submissive that I'm playing with and. I'm like, why do you have nicer shoes than me? Who said you could have nicer shoes than me? But that, that's why does why does he have like thigh high stilettos? Why are you allowed to wear that? I didn't say you could wear that. <laughs> Your change <tenure> shoes. <laughs> Your tenure shoes. Don't wear me. my shoes. <laughs> All right, number two, they put pineapple on their pizza. I'm a heretic, so that's a green flag. That's a green flag. <laughs> You're a pineapple on the pizza person. I like pineapple and pepperoni on pizza. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. I it's not the thing I always gravitate to. I'm I'm a classic pepperoni kind of guy, but I I'm I'm okay with with I've had it before. It, it doesn't scare me. Him's okay. It's just more savory with pepperoni. Yeah, but I don't always do pineapple because it just has way too much sugar in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, number three, their text bubble comes up green iPhone users will, will know this. <laughs> we'll I'm, know this I'm an Android user. Oh, you're an Android. Oh, so you're the yeah. green. You're the green one. You're the green one. <laughs> <laughs> iPhone users are the text bubbles come up come up blue, okay. and then you always know when someone has an Android because their text bubbles come up green. Okay, so yeah, it's a green flag. <laughs> so you're, you're you're the green you're the green text bubble. <laughs> I'm the red flag. <laughs> they only text you, hey. Uh I hate yeah. this. I hate this that's, so bad. That's the red flag because what do you want? That's hey. what I respond with. What do you want? <laughs> it's always like, hey, and it's followed by WYD. Like, what you doing? <laughs> hey, use words. <laughs> hey, use words. Take me out. Like, <laughs> All right, um, one more. They only eat chicken tenders and french fries at dinner. If it's a nice restaurant, that's a big ass red flag. If it's like a chicken tender place <laughs> if it's like you you can't go out anywhere that's fancy he won't eat anything or they won't eat anything they oh. only eat chicken fingers and, and and french fries oh no that's a red flag i i, I like 
I, I like to eat different things and I hope you would too. And yeah, I can't go to a nice restaurant that does, if they don't serve that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can get a little adventurous when I want to, but like, I can't also be with someone who's very limited in their diet. <laughs> yeah. My boyfriend's a picky eater, but he's at least willing to try things, but at least he has enough of a palate to where we can go to different restaurants and yeah, for sure. and he's cool with like going out and spending time together and actually like eating even if he doesn't want to eat there he'll go eat he'll go pick up something afterwards he, he's a good one that's good <laughs> sassy yeah. this has been so much fun i'm so happy to gotten the chance to interview you that's um funny. where can my listeners find you uh, yeah, I'm on Night Flirt and Sex Panther as Sassitarius instead of Sagittarius. It's Sassitarius. Um, so um, I'm also on OnlyFans as Sassitarius. Plug the OnlyFans. What? Plug the OnlyFans. I'm trying. Yes, plug the OnlyFans. It is a free account. <laughs> 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 there is a paid account too. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm trying to get, I do have a fansly, but I neglect that like a redhead stepchild. So you won't. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm just trying to build my brand and get my name out there. I'm also on, I have an account. I want clips and mini vids, but once again, I have nothing on there. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we will have a list of your links in the description down below. Um, Sassy, thank you again for joining me on this amazing episode on this amazing Saturday and yeah. um, we'll see you next time. I'd love to do it again sometime. I really would. Absolutely. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to leave a comment and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help out the show. Check out the episode description for my guest social media links and for more information on me to read my blogs, The Deviant Diaries or A Deviant's Guide to Sex or information about tarot readings please visit DimitriWild.com. Stay deviant. Remember, subscribing might not be worth it, but it's also not optional.